I have an insanely important question for you. This, honestly, this might be one of the most important questions that I've ever asked listeners before. It is, what's your favorite part of an Oreo? Are you the cookie kind of person or are you the cream filling kind of person? All right, that that is an important life question and it gets oddly controversial because some people are all about that chocolate cookie life and some people are like, whatever, it's all about that double stuff frosting. I am not sure where you fall on this super important teacher question. But what I do know is that this episode is all about Oreos, but I'm actually not talking about the cookie. In this episode, we are going to be talking about Oreo emails and what that means for our inbox and what that means for how students are sending emails this year. Now, before we get into the episode, I want to share a five-star review that was left on Apple iTunes from our listener of the week, Kara. She said, amazing and motivating. Every episode I've listened to has lit a fire in me to be better and do better for my students. Monica is relatable, funny, and motivating. If you have not read her books, get them ASAP. You will only regret not reading them sooner. Kara, thank you so stinking much. I love that. I'm so glad that you are enjoying this podcast. Man, season two is rolling right along. If this is the first episode that you've listened to, I think at the end you'll be like, what? I gotta go find some more. So no judgment if you wanna binge listen. No judgment if at the end of this episode you wanna binge eat some Oreos. So that's what we're gonna talk about we are going to talk about oreo emails i'm super excited about this let's go there is awesome in every single school day so here is the big question How can teachers like us who love our job, love our students, and love being a part of education, celebrate awesome even more in our classrooms and learning communities? Where can we find teaching tips and tricks? Where can we find engaging stories and motivational strategies? That is the question, and this weekly podcast is your answer. So welcome to all my teacher friends. My name is Monica Genta, and I am so excited that you are here listening to this podcast, This Teacher Life. Before we actually jump into what an Oreo email is and and what the strategy actually looks like for students, I want to give you just a little bit of insight into why this is important and why I think you need it and why your students need it. So uh, the very first two days of this school year started in person for me and my students. We were 100% in person and things were going really well. And then we almost immediately transitioned into 100% virtual. 
So a lot of the communication that would normally happen in a classroom at the beginning of the year had to start being communicated via email. And in that first week of virtual learning, I was getting my inbox flooded with questions from kids, which I loved. Like I love that they were being proactive about asking questions, but I would get emails and the subject would be like, I'm really confused. And I'd be like, okay, that's a good subject line. And I'd click on it. And then I would be very confused because the entire message area was blank. Literally the whole email was, I am very confused. So it really showed me that there was some mass confusion on how to send an email. Or maybe I know you've gotten one like this, right? Where you get the email and it's like, hi, Mishenta, how you doing? How was your weekend? I just ate sushi. Uh, it's really nice outside. I like kittens. Okay, see you on Tuesday. And it was like, oh my God, I, I felt like I was trapped in a pinball machine in that email because we just jumped in a million different directions. And I'm trying to figure out like, did you need something from me? Or was that truly because you were thinking about me? Which is sweet, but like, it was really difficult to figure out like, what was the purpose of the email? Was it about sushi? Was it about kittens? Was it about the weather? Um, and so I think that email culture is not something that our students have ever been taught. And we are living in clearly a very virtual world right now, which means regardless of the age of your students and regardless of whether you're a technology teacher or an English teacher, it is our job as teachers to teach students how to send emails, like how to actually do that. And I don't just mean like how to hit like compose and then how to click send. I mean like how to actually generate appropriate, well thought out, clear thoughts in the form of an email. And I think truly whether your kids are six or your kids are 16, I think the Oreo email strategy is one that is relevant for everybody, including you as a teacher, trying to send emails to parents and principals and so on. So um, before I get into the strategy, one other preface for you. I am not an English teacher. I have my English endorsement, like I could teach English, but I'm not coming at you in this episode as somebody who is like, yes, I know where to put a comma splice or a semicolon or what like the, the Oxford comma. I don't even I don't even freaking know what that means. OK, so I need you to know that like I'm not some professional writer. I have written books, um, but I don't know if I would say like I'm this like English guru. OK, but I think that's what's great about this strategy is it's so simple that you don't need to know all the English and grammatical things. We just know how, we just need to know how to be great communicators. And my job this year is to equip kids with life skills that they need and great communication and great email skills. Hello. Those are life skills. So to kind of break down the Oreo email, let's get into this. When we think about an Oreo, there are three layers to an Oreo, right? It goes cookie, cream filling, cookie. 
Like that's the structure of a sandwich cookie. That's the structure of a lot of things. But I use an Oreo as as this analogy because I would say 99.9% of people are eating Oreos for the cream filling, right? Like that's why the popular double stuffed Oreo came to be is because people couldn't get enough of that super, super artificial vanilla cream, right? And so I think when we think about a cookie, an Oreo cookie in particular, it's like, all right, yeah, that, that cookie, that's nice. I like that. That's a good place to start. And then the middle, yeah, that's the whole reason why we're eating the cookie. And then there's the bottom cookie. And you're like, okay, yeah, that's cool. That was nice. That was good texture. But the whole reason for the Oreo is the cream filling. Kind of like in this Oreo method, the whole reason why we're sending the email will be found in the middle of the email. So let me explain this, okay? So obviously we are starting the email with a hello, Miss Genta, or greetings, Mr. So-and-so, right? So just like we would write a letter, we're going to have our greeting. But then it's time to get into our first cookie. What I mean by that, it's something nice to start the email. We don't want to just jump right into the email. If we're causing proper communication and creating proper communication for kids, I talk about how we should start an email with something nice. Just like an Oreo starts with something nice, that first cookie. So it could be something as simple as, how is your day going? Or how's life? Or um, hope you're having a marvelous Monday, right? Just something nice to get the ball rolling before we get to our cream filling. And the cream filling is the number one reason why we are sending the email in the first place. Just like the cream filling is the number one reason why we are eating the cookie. All right. So for our students, that cream filling line might be something like, I am reaching out because I need help with an assignment or I missed your class yesterday, so I need help getting caught up. Or I'm actually just emailing you to let you know that I really enjoy your class. So there are a number of reasons why emails would be sent, but that's the cream filling. That's the good stuff. Oh, you see what I did there? Oh, that's good. But like, I think when students can think of an Oreo cookie, they kind of get a visual. And so it, it starts to create these like natural layers in the email so it's not all crammed together. So we got the cookie, we got the cream filling, and then of course we gotta get to our last cookie. You know, speaking of Oreos, which are stuffed with amazing vanilla cream, I know of something else that's stuffed with awesome as well. And uh, those are some books that I've written that are in my bookstore online. Now, earlier in this episode, I said, like, I'm not an English guru, but I am somebody who is passionate about writing. I am somebody who's passionate about communication. And I just want to take a hot second to tell you about three books that I have that are stuffed 
with ideas and motivation and engaging strategies and relationship building ideas that I think that you would love. If you love the audio version of this, oh, you are gonna love the book version that I have written as well. I've got three books, one called Game Changers, one called 180 Days of Awesome, and then my newest release called The Rooted Classroom. Again, friends, forget about double stuffed. These are triple stuffed. These are quadruple stuffed with things that are gonna help you live this teacher life. You can check those books out at monicagenta.com books. I am one bajillion percent confident that you will love everything inside of them. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna say you are gonna love these books more than you love Oreo cookies. And if you don't love Oreo cookies, well then hell, you're really gonna like them more than a sandwich cookie. So again, you can check them out at monicagenta.com books. So let's get into that final cookie, that bottom cookie. After we have told whoever we're sending this email to the whole reason why we are sending the email, we don't want to just end it, right? Like that would feel super random. Like, hi, good morning, Miss Genta. Hope you're having a great day. I am super confused about Google. Can you help me love so-and-so? Or like, sincerely, so-and-so, right? Like we want to end it on a good note, on a nice note, just like an Oreo cookie ends on a nice note. So maybe the ending, that bottom cookie, sounds something like, thank you for your time, or hope you have a good day. Maybe right now, (laughs) during our pandemic, it's, and don't forget to wash your hands, right? Something just short and sweet, like a cookie, something short and sweet at the end to kind of close out that email before you sign your name. Now, the reason why I think these emails are so important is because kids understand an Oreo cookie and that visual of like, okay, I can see each part. I can see I started with the first cookie. Then I got to move on to that cream filling, which is the whole reason why I'm sending the email. And then they can give a sentence or two. And then they're like, okay, I got to go to that bottom cookie. We know as teachers that that visual element is so important for our kids. And if they can visualize an email as they write it, that is going to help a lot. So they're not sending those like pinball emails that we talked about at the beginning of the episode. And so this is a strategy that I actually taught my middle schoolers and high schoolers this past week. And for an assignment, I didn't just have them like put it in a Google Doc. I said, no, I want you to actually send a teacher an Oreo email. Like I want you to practice this concept. I don't want to just hypothetically teach you this this strategy like, Put it into action, which I think pushed kids to reach out to teachers that they might not normally reach out to. And another kind of crazy feature that I taught them that was just mind-blowing to them was the uh, CC and the BCC, like the carbon copy and the blind carbon copy. 
I told them about the BCC and they were like, oh my God, I didn't even know that existed. And I was like, oh yeah, this is like one of the greatest teacher tricks of all time to like BCC the principal on a parent email or to BCC uh, your parent when we email you. Oh yeah. So I let the cat out of the bag and I don't even feel bad about it. Like I, I thought kids deserve to know about the BCC. But in this assignment, for their Oreo email assignment, I had them carbon copy me on it to practice that so they knew that feature. And then I also wanted to check their work. Like I graded that email to see, did they have the initial greeting of like, dear so-and-so, hello, Miss Genta, good afternoon, Mr. Lee, hi, Miss Taylor, right? Did they have the greeting? Did they start with that first lovely cookie? Did they explain their cream filling properly? The whole reason why they were sending the email in the first place. And did they end with that short and sweet cookie at the end? Something nice before they signed their name. Guys, for real, this is absolutely how I send my emails as well. Like this is a strategy that I feel like I use 942 times a day. Um, maybe you do as well. It creates just a flow um, and it keeps it short and sweet. Like we don't need to be sending these multi-paragraph emails, but if from a visual standpoint, it's not all smushed together, I think that helps. And I even explain that to kids. Like we've all found like, a cookie at the bottom of our book bag, like one of those individually wrapped Oreos that has been in the bottom of our book bag or our, our baseball bag or something for God knows way too long. And when you open it, you can't even see the layers. Sometimes don't emails feel like that? You're like, I guess I'm confused on what this email was even about. Creating that visual separation and those visual layers, like shoot, dang. I just, it's, it's a simple strategy, but it's something that our kids need to learn. And even if you're an elementary school teacher, take a second and, and, and help, help kids out with this. If you're not doing 100% virtual learning yet, or maybe you feel like um, kids already know how to send an email, I think this is a really great, simple refresher activity that is really sweet. Oh man, I just can't stop with the jokes. Guys, I hope that the simplicity of this kind of gave you an idea on how maybe you can generate your own emails or maybe a lesson that you can do with your students in the future. If you enjoyed this episode, do me a favor, hit that screenshot on your phone. If you're listening on your phone, like on this side, like what, shh, screenshot that the podcast episode and share it on Facebook, share it on Instagram, tag me in it. Let other teachers know that you are listening to this and you are finding insane value in it. I would love it. In, in that post, you can also tell me what is your favorite kind of Oreo. I feel like there are just an odd amount of Oreo flavors these days. I feel like some of them are getting on the verge of creepy. Um, but I am curious, like, what do you have a favorite or are you just like the OG, the original Oreo? Is that your jam? Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I, I, I'm, just, I'm just having a ton of fun recording season two. 
Um, feel free to continue to throw out ideas if you have an idea for the episode. But most importantly, as you continue into this week, enjoy living this teacher life.